And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just some high flying, ran fast vertical stems of professors from Penn watching eagles eating prey like bazookies on birthdays. It's Philadelphia, Marissa Bowen, Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Marissa Bowen, Zach are here to Squawk. Don't miss the mistress talk on some. You know the term salt of the earth? I guess I, I screw up the term. <laughs> I, I call it dirt of the earth. <laughs> I said it like the most earnest way possible. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Monday afternoon emergency birds with friends. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman. Marissa Dunn here to talk about the big news of the day. One of the best young players in football is locked in to return to the team where he played last season. That's right. Michael Dunn, baby. Back with the Browns. Yes, very exciting. But obviously, there's some big Eagles news here today. Um but yes, very happy for Michael. Very sad he's already left for Cleveland and I'm stuck in New Jersey because I got lots of doctor's appointments. But uh, very exciting and don't take any of it for granted. Um, it's a wild journey, this NFL experience, but uh, very excited and happy for him. And and very grateful for all the wonderful listeners that have sent nice messages on Twitter when they saw the tweet uh, this morning. So love, love the sickos. How we doing? We're feeling good. Yeah. We're, we're 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 happy to be back. I mean, this, this is t- tough timing, baby wise. Well, yeah, I did message you guys that you know who's babysitting week two of uh, preseason because mm. it's already been announced that the Browns will be going to Philly for joint practices. So That's right, yes. Yeah, so hopefully, me and um, baby Dunn will be uh, making a trip down to Philly. Um, I got lots of plans for her already, so I don't know. I mean, everyone tells me don't make too many plans with a you know four week old. So we'll see. Um, but I definitely can't miss that, obviously. So yeah, I'm excited. I think that would be great. We do a live pod with like a one month old baby. I well, mean, we're not gonna be making wrong? you work, but <laughs> well, someone yeah, will edit it. You're certainly invited. I will be on maternity leave, but I would be happy to bring my mic and join along. <laughs> okay, then we're talking. Yeah, for sure. It's like dad, there's it or or you say there's dad blocking right that six foot six, three hundred and sixty pound nose tackle running right at him. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did I did order her some uh some some gear this morning, some custom, uh, you know, nice. shirts that say dad on the back. I think Michael might be listening right now. It was going to be a surprise, but now do we I have anything a surprise? Do we, what do we think? Do we have like a, uh, like a chip on our shoulder, like the rest of the league, you know, 
what I mean, we, you're I missing out always... on, a, on a Pro Bowl caliber guard here. Like he's <laughs> yeah. got to go back to Cleveland and prove that the the league got, got it wrong. He's you know he's gonna get like a 31 tattoo on the back of his neck or something <laughs> like that. I mean, I I think 32 you know, really always has a chip to prove or a chip on his shoulder, and you know always like that's just the mentality he has. He's always ready to like go out and prove himself. You know, a lot of guys have that in in this league and. You know, when you're Zach a deaf guy in this business, you, yeah. 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 When you're a deaf guy, that's kind of what you have to do. Um, so yeah, exciting stuff. I feel like I, I feel so bad that it's been four minutes and we haven't talked about <laughs> the highest contract the Eagles have <laughs> extended or whatever. This is, is Eagles news. The Eagles have to play them. Have to, I mean, what happened <laughs> yeah. last summer in, in preseason? They got dominated by Michael Dunn. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I am curious over my right shoulder here. I have NFL Network on and they just had the quad box up with like, I, I think the screen said the impact of the Jalen Hurts news on the NFL or on the quarterback market. I'm wondering how they had to adjust their programming from the Michael Dunn news earlier today, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I imagine in those meetings out in Ingle, you know, in Inglewood at the NFL Network Studios <laughs> earlier this morning, they're like, "All right, the B block will be, you yep. know, how how this affects the Browns' offensive line. The C block will be what this means for the draft, and then all of a sudden." The Jalen Hurts news comes out. Yeah, exactly. I think Michael got like an hour and then the Hurts. We actually were on together taping something special for tomorrow. Not, oh, am I not supposed to? Oh, oh, that? oh. I thought you, I didn't, you meant you and Michael. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh. We were all on together. We were pre recording something. Yes. We were pre recording a segment with uh, Dane Brugler, which everyone can look forward to tomorrow. Yes. Um, and, you know, so I think the Michael news got like a full hour out there. And, and Z- then- Zach goes, hold on, wait a second. No, Zach was so excited. I wish I was recording. I would have clipped it. He's Zach like, was like, oh, like, oh my God. Oh, hold on. Yeah. And then we still did this. I was like, oh, we should <laughs> still like, do the segment. James is a busy guy. Like, we got 15 And I minutes. was like. And Zach like, could not have been more flustered. <laughs> Zach was sweating. Bo's asking I, these questions. And Zach's like, I got to be reaching out to Zach. I got a news ask. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like. Bo's like, yeah, we can do it in 15 minutes. I'm like. <laughs> What? Exactly. Yeah. What have we done? In I'm sorry. On this Listen, show? Mr. Mr. Treat everybody like uh, like they're an important person in the elevator. We got Dane Brugler, who's got a busy schedule. He's he's got some time blocked out on his calendar. Let's take advantage. We got we got to be respectful of his time. I understand. I'm not being. I wasn't being disrespectful this time. I was very. I actually prefaced it by saying, Dane, I feel really bad because I know you're busy. But <laughs> it just made Jalen Hurts the highest paid player in the NFL. And yeah. so, but yeah. we did it. Yeah, yep. we did it. Yeah. Mm. So it was an eventful morning between the Michael Michael signing and Hurts. Now, and now Marissa. Crazy. Like, David Kanner let, can't let you break that news? <laughs> so it's really funny. I, you know, he texted me this morning. He left for Cleveland yesterday, like officially signed. He did his physical and everything. Michael and I was like, oh, it. should I, you know, text our Browns guys? Like, you know, mm. like, you know, give our athletic <laughs> the scoop. And before I knew it, it was on Twitter. <laughs> so I sent them the tweet. I said, I guess even when you're the wife and a journalist, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but uh, he had a nice little graphic. Um, so I was really liking that. They had the nice little Photoshop pictures of Michael all done. Now, what about the... Though. And now yeah, I, 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 I should okay. have sent it to you to, to pull it up uh, on the broadcast here that we have, but uh, feel free to check out the, like the NFL networks, the around the NFL uh, <laughs> I... uh, image that they use for the Michael Dunn resign. 
I mean, they did our boy dirty here. It's I like, literally have it right here. I could hold it up to the screen. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, said, I gotta go back to Cleveland? I said to you guys, this is the face he makes when I'm yelling at him. <laughs> like the, ooh, That's going to be, wrong? Michael, I know you just, I know you just had a tough week of practice. You got yeah. the Ravens on Sunday, but it is your turn to change some, to change some diapers, my friend. Yeah, we, we, we that has been a big topic of conversation uh, last night and this morning of like, what the heck during training camp and who's going to be helping me. And, you know, I'll take all the advice out there. Um, everybody has for, you know, I mean, you've the got the crib done already. You're and, way ahead of the game. Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, we can't wait and it's, it's going to be an eventful summer, but fun center summer. I just hope, you know, she comes a little early. Like I told you guys, because the Browns also play in the hall of fame game. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh like why wouldn't they? That's brutal. <laughs> so uh, my due so date has to go is, a week early. My due date is July second. They start. He'll have to leave for camp. I think July sixteenth. So let's hope that mm. this little girl, who's been kicking a lot, so mm. hopefully she wants out a little early. But whenever she's ready, we will be. And your sister is also pregnant, so yes. it's not. It's not like you can monopolize. And my the sister time is in. Mom. Yeah, I know. We got to split our time, unfortunately. My sister is in Philly, so um, that's why hopefully for week two of the preseason, I'll uh, definitely be able to hopefully come down there and and spend some time, see you guys, see the joint practices. It would be it will be a grand old time. <laughs> I can't, How long I can't do you wait to hear can... what it's going to be like. I, I I can't wait to hear what it's 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 going to be like. I'll I'm, be like exhausted, all bags under my yeah, eyes. Yeah, when when Michael's Starbucks. complaining about a hard practice or something, yeah. you know, or or like the hotel room bed is yeah. comfortable and you got right. yeah. He only yeah, got nine sl- hours. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you haven't slept in three weeks. Yep. Right. Exactly. How long do you think we can go on this podcast without talking about Jalen Hurts before like, before Zach like... like spontaneously combusts? Well, I I tried to to make a passing reference to it with the NFL Network thing to to steer us <laughs> to steer us into the conversation. I tried to do it like um, gracefully without a way that the minions would 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 would, would get upset. And I do genuinely. Like truly care about the Michael Dunn news. Like I'm so happy for Marissa and Michael. Uh, that's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I do think at some point we, we should at least address Jalen Hurts getting the I mean, highest. We're Ten minutes yeah. in, I feel yeah. like it's it's about time. <laughs> I mean, we've addressed it. It happened. What <laughs> what else is there to say? Oh, but there's a lot that that that, that, that we can say. Good so. for him and good for yeah. Nicole Lynn. Like that's you know. Huge, huge. So love to see that. Okay. Well, that'll do it for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, Zach. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. A bit of a surprise only in that uh, we weren't expecting it to happen necessarily this week, but we did know that the Eagles uh, wanted to potentially get this done if they could before Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert sign extensions, before a long-term contract for Lamar Jackson gets signed. And so they have signed or at least agreed to terms with Jalen Hurts on a five-year, $255 million extension that takes him through 2028. He um, That's about 51 average uh, annual value, which uh, is a, a record setter in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's the first no-trade clause the Eagles have given out. Obviously, it's the most expensive deal they've ever given out. It is 1783 Guaranteed uh, up front. And uh, 
it's the cost of doing business for having a, exactly. an elite quarterback, right? So uh, it is not a huge drain on their cap right away. Uh, you know, it's it's not much of a difference from what would be the fourth year of his rookie deal this year. And then you sort of factor in next year's contract is about what it would be for uh, a franchise tag. And then after that, it, it jumps up to that $51 million number. And then you're probably looking at some restructures anyway. So it doesn't necessarily cripple them uh, cap wise, but it is obviously a, uh, a big number there as the Eagles, as you have said, Zach, need to now transition from the, the building phase of the roster to the, the maintenance phase. So a few things on this on this deal. I, I think I think that was a good summary, and we should point out you you referenced it. But I've received this question a few times over the past few hours. So so just want to explain it out here. This is a contract extension. It's not a new contract. So the fourth so the fourth year of his rookie contract is still in place. So he's under contract through the twenty twenty eight season. Okay, uh, so that. Well, should it help you out years wise, right? Right, because this year currently is 2023, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And yep. so you go 24, mm -hmm. 25, 26, 27, 28. Yes, but I think some people see a five year deal and they right. they wonder if it's a new contract. So it's it's a contract extension. And of course, there is money. There is a, a signing bonus. There is money up front. Yep. That's why Jalen Hurts does the deal now. That's yep. You know, it's not. Uh, what? So. This is just an aside. If if you've read about Alex Rodriguez's contract with the Texas Rangers, the two hundred fifty-two million dollar one, as we all have, it, it was two hundred fifty-two dollars. It was two hundred fifty-two million dollars because the previous biggest contract in sports was Kevin Garnett's, which was one hundred twenty-six, and he wanted to make it twice as much as Kevin Garnett's. Uh, they were so close to making this twice as much as Carson Wentz's contract. Oh, right, right. So I, all they had to do was 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 get up to two fifty six. Right, they went to two fifty five. So and they did top the pre. The, so the previous average uh, high was fifty million for Aaron Rodgers, the yep. extension he signed last year. So the fifty one gets it to the highest there. Exactly, the highest highest annual, and so it's almost two x what Eagles signed Carson Wentz for. And Jalen Hurts uh, will be able to sign a, a new deal. Again, if he I hope he, I hope he buys a bed twice as big as Carson, <laughs> um, you know, by the time he's 30. So, so this, so, so we said kind of all along that it was not a matter of if it was a matter of when and how it was structured. And from my vantage point, this was a very fair deal for both sides. Uh, this, this wasn't like a, a discount. You're, you're, you're not going to get a discounted rate for it's, it, it was the going rate for a starting quarterback uh, you didn't know how it was going to be structured guaranteed-wise or years-wise. Uh, it just seemed very fair. It wasn't acrimonious, and, and we see in Baltimore right now what happens when a negotiation gets acrimonious. You 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 didn't want to get it. You didn't want it to get to that point. Jalen, I don't know if you would call it a concession. I give him credit and his agent Nicole Link credit and whoever's in his camp here credit for this. There, he he could have waited for Joe Burrow, could have waited for Lamar Jackson, could have waited for Justin Herbert, uh, but he clearly got a number he was happy with. That's that's kind of the best deal when it's not dictated by the other houses on the block, so to speak, but you know, you you find a number that you're comfortable with and that the team's comfortable with. Uh, and now the Eagles have him under control. 
And I would push I, – I think that the Eagles shouldn't look at it as, as, as maiden stage. They should look at it as like they are always building. But what they need to do – and and Bo well, and I – I was just using your yeah. – I thought, that, yes, I thought exactly. that was your thing. Yes, yes. Um, You're pushing back and, on yourself. Yeah, uh, that the – it makes I, – I think that it can be overstated – that you can't win with a quarterback on a big contract, you can win with win with the, the last three Super Bowls have been won by yes. quarterbacks on big contracts. What it does is you you need to make hard decisions elsewhere on the roster because you can't keep everybody right. You need to draft and develop well. You need to have contributing players on rookie contracts. Um, that's 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 the math here. And so the Eagles have a pristine opportunity, frankly, in these next two drafts. Uh, with six premium picks, I consider first round picks and second round picks premium picks. Then, if you include third rounders, you know even more. But six premium picks here to add players who are going to be part of this core to grow with Jalen. And the other thing that I would say is that they have a lot of their top offensive talent locked up. The big question on the offensive side of the ball with Jalen going forward here is the succession plans for Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, right? What eventually happens with Devontae Smith and how they can keep building on that side of the ball. But I, I think the Eagles are obviously in a good position. And the most important part we should say is Jalen needs to continue on this trajectory. He needs to avoid injury and he needs to continue to improve the, the, I think the big lesson I've, I've written about all that went wrong in the Carson Wentz era. And there were things in, you know, environmentally that the Eagles did and it, that they could have done differently. But the bottom line is Carson regressed. And when you're, you saw it in Denver last year, when you're paying a quarterback, top of the league money and he's not playing like a top of the league player, it hampers everything around you. And so they need Jalen to continue on this trajectory. And so I think this is a, this is a huge moment for the franchise. It's obviously a huge moment for Jalen hurts and I'll end this monologue. It's not a soliloquy as someone pointed out to me recently. It's a monologue um, by, uh, by soliloquy, saying, tough word to spell. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. So, Someone just walked in. Um, Is it Nicole Lynn? <laughs> no. Um, so uh, the the last thing I'll I'll say to this Is here Jeffrey? is no. Is that um, sorry? I lost my train of thought. Uh, is it Dane Brugler? <laughs> you're ending the soliloquy or ending the monologue. Yeah. Um, here, here we can proceed, and 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 then it will come back to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who walked in? Chip? Emily did. No, no. Emily she's did. more than welcome to join. Go get her. <laughs> she gave me. Wow. This is like the, the, oh, this is too bad. We're never going to know what the end of the soliloquy was, <laughs> of the monologue. Uh, what did she give you? An energy drink. The business. Oh. Yeah. Uh, here, I I think the the <laughs> the point that I was the point that I was I was trying to make was was that that Jalen earned this deal. Right in the NFL, sometimes status can come before accomplishments, and you know you're the top pick in the draft, and all of a sudden you're the franchise guy, right? Or you know, you know, Jalen was. We've gone through the whole story. He was benched. He was benched in college on the biggest stage of his college career, and he got better. He came in, was a second round pick, was a backup. He earned the starting job. The Eagles were interested last, you know, last offseason in Russell Wilson and potentially Deshaun Watson, and Jalen became the guy they 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 needed to pay. So um, Jalen's in this situation because he earned it. I give him a lot of credit for that. People want to know what the energy drink was. I, it's called Celsius. Have you heard of this? No. I she have, says it. 
I have, it's it's a healthy, very trendy uh, yeah. energy drink. Yep. I've never Love drank it before. It's perfect. For you, <laughs> okay. You put never... it in the Stanley. Yeah. So I think she, 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 she knows I haven't gotten up today from, from my, my seat. So it's like a, um, like a hundred calories of a regular drink is actually, uh, 35 calories of a celsius drink oh i see i see what you're doing there okay no there's actually only 10 calories in this thing it's pretty good okay okay uh yeah i think there are i think there are two separate uh buckets of discussion we can have here topic trees if you will zach um and and i think we can talk about like what this means for the team building process moving forward and also just reflecting on the accomplishment um of jalen hurts and his his ascension over the past, you know, two years. Uh, why don't we start with that, and then we'll get to the, the team after the break. I think with Jalen, I mean, first of all, it is a reminder of um, how little we know and how much, like, how quickly things can change. We have we have gone back to this time and again, but a year ago, uh, at this time, or 13 months ago, at this time, they were coming off a, a bad playoff loss to the Bucks, mm -hmm. and the Eagles were. At, at the very least, you know, considering or flirting with the possibility of trying to trade for Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson to find uh, someone who they thought was a franchise quarterback. The two first round picks in 2023 loomed as this like um, this event on the horizon. That was mm -hmm. if we if if it doesn't work out this year, we can use those picks to go get a quarterback next year. And by no means were the Eagles, you know, attached to Jalen Hurts as the the like face of the franchise obviously as as the starting quarterback and a year later you know not only is Jalen Hurts going to be here for a very long time and and uh established himself as one of the very best quarterbacks in the league but he is like it's sort of um not enough to say that he's like the face of the franchise like he is the franchise right now and not only is he the quarterback like they they trade for his best friend and that's the number one option on offense it, this guy who he's known his entire life is the new offensive coordinator. Like, you know, who no one in the building has more juice than Jalen Hurts. Like, this is his team. He is like the heartbeat of the locker room. And you talk about, um, you know, maybe this is overstated to some degree, but the idea that uh, if you give somebody money, they become more of who they are. Right. That's yep. a, that's like a, an NFL truism, they say. And, and like in if, life too. If there's, if there's any, um, anybody who is like who, who the Eagles can rely on more to to not be like, you know, taken aback by uh, this life changing money and to continue keeping the main thing, the main thing, as he would like to say, it is it is Jalen Hurts. And I mean, I think we have been impressed all along with uh, like how how true that stuff seems to be for him. And it, it, it seems odd at first, but the more you see him, the more you watch him, the more it seems true. Um I'm not like, you know, I, I have I feel like I have been like higher on Jalen Hurts than consensus most of the time and still like and still very much underestimating just how good he can be. Um, and so I'm not willing to say uh, like just how good he can be. And yet, if he is only ever as good as he was last year, like the contract is worth it. He was he was uh, a superstar last year and he played his best game on the biggest stage. Well said. And we were on this pod a year ago when we kept making references to that Bills-Chiefs playoff game 
and how Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were going back and forth, and they need a quarterback who can do that. And seemed like they were playing a different sport. Jalen Hurts literally did that. Like in in the Super Bowl, he was going back and forth yeah. with Patrick Mahomes. He if they was, don't throw that flag, he probably wins the game. Yeah, he he was that player. So he's yeah he's 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 what you want. You know you I I keep reading about. Um, we made reference to it before the perils of uh, paying a uh, franchise quarterback. And it's always framed in such a way that, oh, well, this is, you know, should you pay a guy? There, There's never a problem with paying a guy who's the right guy, right? The, you, you want to be in a situation where you're, where you're paying one of those players who you can win with. Um, you, you do everything you can to get that player, to keep that player, to keep him happy. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I, this is, this is a good outcome. You, you obviously can't predict the future, but when you're making this type of investment, you're investing in the person as much as you are the player, right? Because you're counting on the personality to, as you said, speedy tempo setter in the building. It is, it's, he's, he's not, he, he won't just hold this status because he's paid $255 million. He'll, he'll hold the status because of like who he is and the investment they've made in him and what that stands for. And you're, you're betting on, on that being a value added as opposed to, you know, working in the, in the other direction. And I think they should feel very confident in the person they are investing in, in addition to the player. We have a, uh, we have like a, you know, response article that should be going up on the athletic uh at any minute now zach but one of the questions in there was when do you think the eagles knew that jalen hurts was their longtime quarterback i haven't seen your answers what did you say i said around the bye week uh i i i did a piece there on like the most uns, unsatisfied undefeated quarterback and they were six and zero, oh, and he was you know they were six and oh in large part because of him Right at that point, I think he had 12 combined touchdowns, only two turnovers, uh, and everything he was doing and saying, you're like, you, you, you want this guy as the face of your franchise. So, not to say it was then, but that's that's probably for me. I, at least that's when it started to sink in. And then when you saw, like the before and the after, if you or the with and without, the what's we call that the mm. AB test. With headlines, right? Um, the A B test when Hertz is on the field and when Hertz is not on the field, it was clear that he's he's not just propped up by this great roster. He is propping up this great roster, right? And then it, it I mean was, there's a symbiosis there, but yeah. Yeah. And then it was certainly solidified when you saw the way he played in the Super Bowl. It's like you need to do everything you can to keep to keep this guy in your building and keep him happy. Yeah, I think I mean, I, I still point to that that week two game against the mm-hmm. Vikings, the Monday night football game, when he he sort of proved he could win in a different way in just picking apart that that zone defense. I think they saw in the summer that like, OK, this guy, like he has taken this leap um, and then they're curious to see how it plays out in the regular season. They win those first two games. Obviously, things could have changed from then. You know, he could have got injured. He could have had some regression of play. But I think from really like that point on, it was like you're just wondering about like just just how good he's going to be, just how much he's going to cost. Um, 
I, I don't know. It's 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 hard to take a full step back and reflect on just how how much better he's gotten and and who knows what uh, is to come. But it's been it's been impressive. And as you said, he's he, he's earned it. And I also think that. Like. Somebody described it to me as not like, you know, this is an amazing like quarterback development thing that the Eagles have done. Like, you know, what a great job with him they they have done, which is true to some degree. It's more like, man, this thing happened to them. Like they just like they hit the lottery with with and, and credit to them for making the pick. But like yeah, exactly. Jalen Hurts is the one who made Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Jalen Hurts deserves the credit here. Uh but I, I mean, all these the Eagles had all these opportunities either not to draft him or to go in a different direction. And, and look, sometimes the deal doesn't work out and you, and it happens by default, but I mean, the Eagles aren't like um, free from, from credit here. I mean, they deserve credit and they put an infrastructure in place. Absolutely. You know, uh, now I, I do think that Jalen is the type of guy, because we've seen this now in three places. They've, they've all been three good places. I mean, Alabama, Oklahoma won with him and without him, but Alabama, Oklahoma, and in Philadelphia, uh, where he he said like he is the he is the elixir. Is that the, the force right word? of personality? Yeah, exactly. So I think that he probably would have been successful wherever he would have went because of the sheer force of personality. To use the expression you just used, but I think the Eagles also created an environment where where he could succeed. And so the Eagles get credit here, but none more than Jalen. It's, it's the same way when we always talk about the offensive linemen and we're like, Jeff Stoutland deserves so much credit. No, like the player deserves the credit. Jalen deserves the credit for sure. And it's also, it is funny how, uh, like how much of a, uh, like an open joke it was in the locker room this, this year, like especially towards the end of the year about like, uh, like next time we see Jalen, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a multi, multi hundred million dollar man. Like, yeah. I can't wait to get my presents. And you saw, AJ Brown tweeting about it today. Like, good thing I got a birthday coming up. <laughs> yeah. And 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 that's the other thing. The Eagles weren't shy about this this offseason. Yeah. Typically, it's you know, you want to stay as far away from contract questions, but the Eagles were always like, Yeah, we we're ready for that phase where we have a quarterback on a big contract and we're preparing for it. Jeffrey Lurie said Jalen's gonna be here for a long time. Like they they were very upfront about the fact that. There was not a decision to make on on their end. It was just what's what's that that number going to be, and that's why I, I give them credit because both sides both sides made this work. This this this. Well, I mean, I say this as a reporter. You always like when when things are out there and in public, but this wasn't one of those things where there were all these public negotiations. I mean, there was speculation on a lot of different ends of the spectrum here, but. Uh, they they negotiated this like adults and they signed it and and here they are right. Like how else would you would? Well, I just wah, mean wah, 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 wah. Just throwing dirty no, diapers they, at them. No, it wasn't like uh, you know these these know, uh, holdouts and and you know I'm not going to report to the offseason program sure. until the you know. Uh, I think there is. I, uh, yeah. it, it's it's a little bit just like there's the advantage of getting you know the deal in ahead of. The other big quarterbacks, I, I think there is a, an advantage in like just doing it early, and and so yes. the stuff doesn't drag out. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Even if you're sacrificing a, a few million dollars, easy for me to say. Uh, all right, Zach, let's close out the uh, the Jalen portion here with. Let me ask you, 
if you were starting, if you were signing uh, any quarterback in the league to this deal, how many quarterbacks would you take over Jalen Hurts moving forward? Would you like me to run through the quarterbacks? Okay. Josh Allen. Uh, sure. You would rather have Josh Allen? I mean, I, I, I'd i be happy with what Jalen Hurts. It's like uh... – it's like yeah. picking. I I love Reed and Sloan, right? Like I I don't want to pick well, a you child. Consider Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen your children. No, I you, just you meant like sometimes. Much? No, I meant sometimes it's not binary. Like you pick one or the other. But no, but I, this I, is binary. I'm asking you yeah. to to start rank the quarterbacks in the league. I want to know where where Jalen is sits in your mind at this day as a time capsule. Um, I'll go Patrick Mahomes one. Well, I I guess yeah. I'll do your exercise. Okay. Uh. Josh Allen, yeah, I'm probably still taking, probably still taking Josh Allen. You were taking Josh Allen, okay. Josh Allen uh, will be 27 in May, okay. just to just to say. Jalen Hurts will be 25 this summer. I, I think I probably would take Josh Allen too, but I'm not. I am I am like really considering Jalen Hurts. Uh, Tua, no. Yeah. Mac Jones, no. Zach Wilson, no. Aaron Rodgers. No. Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, I guess I would take Burrow. Burrow is an easier yes for me than Josh yes. Allen. I would yeah. Burrow for me is number two. Yeah. Uh Lamar Jackson. I guess I'll go Jalen right now. I mean, I, I, I really like I Lamar. Would, I really like Lamar though. I would I'll, go Jalen without yeah. a second thought. Okay. Uh Kenny Pickett. No. Deshaun Watson. No. Michael Dunn. Well, yeah, Michael's great. So I wouldn't have him as my quarterback. Trevor Lawrence. No. Go ahead, Marissa. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say you definitely don't want him as your quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Tannehill. No. Garner Minshew. No. Uh, Case Keenum. No. Who's Casey? Like who's Texas. I think he's in Houston. Yeah. Texans, okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I'll take Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert. No. You? Uh, Jimmy G. No, I would not take Justin Herbert. Okay. Uh, no. Russell Wilson, your boy. <laughs> you would have taken him anymore. last year. I was last year, but look, information could change, right? Dak Prescott. No. no. Daniel Jones. No. Who will be making fifteen dollar, fifteen million dollars more over the next two years? Uh, Jacoby Brissett. No. Kirk Cousins. No. Jared Goff. No. Jordan Love. No. Justin Fields. No. Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll. Whoever you want. Yeah. No. No. Um. Derek Carr. No. Desmond Ritter. No. Brock Purdy and Trey Lance combined into one human being. Uh, no, no. Geno Smith. No. Matthew Stafford. No. Kyler Murray. No. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. No, no. Not even on rookie deals. Will Levis. Levis. No, no, definitely not. Anthony Richardson. No. Dorian Thompson Robinson. No. Okay, so you and I, both, hater, maybe <laughs> you and I both have Jalen Hurts as the as the number four quarterback in the league. If you were starting a franchise today, yes, I think and, that's and right. Look, there and might I think, be and I, there might be recency bias here, but 
Yeah. Well, of course there's recency bias. Yeah. But I this uh, time last I, year, that's not what you got. Every yeah, time like last year it would have been like, you know, yeah. 20th or something yeah. like that. Players Maybe, get, I think a little higher, but yeah. And it was the point that I kept making during the Super Bowl week. Like, you don't need to be married to an opinion. How about players, Tom Brady? Players get better. No. No. Are you sure about that? I know you. How about Eli? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think and I think the conversation with him and Josh Allen is real. Um, and we can get now we can part of that is because of the, the health and we can get to that in the neck portion of our episode. Take a little break. Coming back, talking about what's next for the Eagles as they build this thing around the big money man, Jalen Hurts. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. All right, back on Birds with Friends. Bo, Zach, and Marissa here to talk about uh, what's next for the Eagles after the Jalen Hurts contract is signed. Zach, uh, you, one of the questions you posed in that uh, roundtable is what's next on the agenda? Mm-hmm. What, did you, what did you say to that? Well, the obvious one is the draft. I'm, I'm sorry, I made the point that I made before that the Eagles are in a phase now where they need to, they need to hit on these picks. And you're not going to hit on it on every pick. We should preface. We should start off by saying that the odds are against all six of these picks that I mentioned during these next two years becoming odds are against those guys all becoming major contributors for you. But this is this is where the Eagles really need to make a difference here. Uh, they whether it's navigating via trade and getting more picks, whether it is getting a a, a, a premier young player whether it's it's just hitting on players. And I'm, I'm going to make a point that we made in last week's show, which is I don't think that the objective needs to be find the player who's going to tilt your championship odds a little bit more this season. I think it's going to be who's... Yeah, go ahead. Who, but I keep hearing that argument. I keep well, hearing... It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Where's, you, know, you, you can't spend the number 10 overall pick on a guy who's going to sit on the bench. Sure you can. Yeah, sure you can. The, 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 the question needs to be... When we look at this 2025 roster, the 2026 roster, which you know Jalen Hurts is the quarterback on now, right? Who's Who are the other core players on that team? And this gives you a chance to find one or two of those guys this year, one or two of these guys next year. Yeah, that is not that is not what the draft is for, especially that early in the draft. It's it's a ridiculous framing. Um, I, I was at I, a wedding this weekend, and I kept that's the that's the number one question I kept hearing. Flex was. Well, well, you'd say, who are you going to take at 10? And then you say, oh, who's on the board? Who do you think you're going to take? That kind of thing. And then people are like, how can you take someone who's not going to play? And I say, it's very simple, right? You're thinking you're you're not drafting for this year. You're drafting for the next five to eight years. Totally. 
And that's, I mean, that's how you make bad picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's like literally how Jalen Rager happened. So I, I'll tell you what, though, it, it shouldn't have like, you know, we knew that this deal was coming. And so it shouldn't really actually change my mind that much. Um, but like the more I think about it and the more I think about, you know, how do you like the, the brain trust has to be having the conversations about, OK, now that we've got Jalen Hurts locked up, like we do have to think about how are we going to make sure that we surround him and keep him on the field long term because we can we can hand wave away the injuries but they have happened each of the past yep. two seasons that's a very real thing especially when you're committing six years to a guy you know even if the end of the contract is a bit of funny money i mean we it, it's it's a similar uh conclusion that i came to the more we talked about it with jimmy last week like i i, I think i think offensive line at 10 is very much on the table um as something that is exactly the kind of thing that they would invest in long term for sure and you made the point to jimmy too i think it was with jimmy or it might have been in a different conversation here about the landon dickerson pick uh that it was viewed then as like a luxury pick then three weeks into the year he's your starting guard and i keep hearing i can hear joe i know exactly where joe douglas said it how he said it when he's sitting there and he said ozzy newsom told him that that today's luxury is tomorrow's necessity right and it very clearly it if very you got clearly five offensive linemen you got none he didn't say that did he no i'm just i'm coming up with saying oh. oh okay yeah that things can change so quickly in this league so let's say they do draft an offensive tackle at 10 and that guy is not your starting right guard this year although i keep saying paris johnson could be but let's say that guy's not your starting guy your your, your starting guard next year if 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 Jordan Mailata gets hurt week two, who's who's protecting Jalen Hurts? Is who's who's your backup left tackle? Right? Uh, these are to your point. Like that's that's very significant question that they need to have a good answer to. Uh, you you need to have your premium positions entrenched this year and going forward. Yeah, I mean they got they got great injury luck last year, but Lane Johnson never makes it through a season fully healthy. Jason Kelsey has had unbelievable injury luck, but he's 36. Landon Dickerson has an extensive injury history. Jordan Mailata has a balky back. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you, you need you need these uh, contingency plans. Yeah. Uh, and then as – so the, the defense is a different conversation. I think they continue to add to the defense through the draft, get guys in cost-controlled contracts. But the next big deal to watch will be n- this time next year, Devontae Smith's eligible for a new deal, right? And – you already have AJ Brown on a four-year, hundred million dollar contract. Devonte is awesome, right? And he's going to want a top of the league deal. He's already be he's a thousand yard receiver in his second year. He was so good this year. He's reliable. He's on. He's you know similar to to Jalen. He's the kind of guy you want to build around. So they're going to need to pay him. Uh, and there's there's guys who are getting older that they're they're going to need succession plans. But the most important thing on that offense the most important thing is the succession plan for lane johnson and jason kelsey the cam jurgens thing's already there right you need to continue developing him you need to know he's the guy and you need to know lane has two years he said that right maybe he keeps playing you never know what kind of but but you need to know what you're going to do at right tackle beyond the 2024 season and uh that's why when i say six picks in the next two years one of those six picks is going to be an, an offensive tackle. For sure. Yeah. I mean, who, yeah, I agree. Yeah, maybe two of them. Yeah. 
Um, be funny if Devonte Smith like gets paid and all of a sudden like he discovers food for the first time and comes back like forty pounds. He's overweight. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be kind of. <laughs> I think he eats. I just don't think he keeps it on. Yeah, no, I know. I, yeah, of course I he eats. I, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you do, Zach, if you if you got a two hundred fifty five billion dollar deal? I would invest it. Yeah, I mean, in Apple. Well, that, if you look over time, it's been a shrewd investment, but I would probably diversify a little bit more um, okay. than, than, than Apple. Yeah. What would you do with your day-to-day? -day? What would you do? Curious. No, you know, answer your question first. I'm, I'm asking you. I'm curious. No, I, what, what would you do with your day-to-day? -day? Would you, you, you would. Yeah, I, I would. Keep, I would keep grinding. You'd, absolutely. You'd, yeah. You'd probably go. Abs absolutely. Keep grinding. Yeah. Keep working. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Find the next two hundred fifty-five million. until the day he million. dies. Come on here. Yeah, exactly. Establish that. Yeah, what would you do? Uh, I would not keep working. <laughs> no, no way. What would you do? Like, how would you spend? Your I would time? do. I would find something else to do with my time. But like I what? mean, like two hundred fifty-five million dollars. I mean, I be. I don't know. Be my like. I don't know. Spend more time with the family. I mean, I don't. I don't need okay. to be. I don't. I don't need to be. Uh, you know responding to news bulletins about Jalen Hurts' contract if I'm worth $255 million. Let's be fair. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. I don't know. Maybe I'd, maybe I would start a, a sports journalism uh, startup. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, fair enough. I, I mean, I, yeah, there's, I suppose there's, there's a lot of things that, that I could think of doing, but honestly, I'm just, I'm, Focus on doing a good job at my current job right now. Okay. How about you, Marissa? Um, I probably would do like a mix between the both of you, which I think is very like fitting because my personality is definitely a mix between the both of you. Um, I definitely wouldn't have like a full time job, I don't think, but I would definitely want yeah, to some passion like, projects, you know, yeah, find a find, like, like part time. Maybe I'd find a book idea or something like that. Yeah, something. Um, I would you probably buy that. a house. Um, although mm -hmm. Michael's very content when we come to the off season and stay at my parents. So, um, maybe the house next door to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Still have your mom do his laundry. Yeah. yeah. My stepdad could do the yard <laughs> work. <laughs> she could tell Texas when dinner's ready. <laughs> she has the both worlds. Um, I don't know. I don't, I think like, I definitely would want to help people donate, you know, I think you could do a lot of good with that much money. For sure. So a lot of people in the chat are saying travel. Um, yeah, I definitely, definitely think be that traveling. would be a big thing too. Um, Cousin Grace said she would adopt 27 dogs. Mm. So um, it's a lot of dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that kind of stuff. Travel, help, yeah. you know, spend some more time with, you know, family, that kind of thing. That would probably be would be my uh, if I had two hundred fifty five million dollars. <laughs> Best thing is you could finally afford some magic spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still sponsored? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> you get like four boxes, probably. I actually, I actually definitely think I would hire a chef. Like I don't uh, mind okay. cleaning. I could clean for hours and days, mm. but I don't really love to cook or especially clean up cooking or like go to the grocery store and get everything you need to cook. So 
having somebody, I mean, I guess I have that in my mother. Don't tell her I said that. (laughs) (laughs) But somebody that came and was like, this is what dinner is going to be tonight. You know, I think that would be pretty cool. In my day to day, you know what the the biggest advantage of that would be? Making the kids lunches every night. Oh my gosh. If I could get that off my plate, that 45 (laughs) minute ordeal of figuring out what what it's going to be for lunch, packing it up. Oh, that would be what a time saver that would be. Yeah, there you go. The chef can do that. It'd be like a gourmet, you know, cut into a shape of a heart. Who knows? Now we're talking (laughs) every day. Forgot to do it last night. Forgot Monday was coming up. Had to do it this morning. Wait, you forgot Monday was coming up? Well, just forgot that like that meant that that Monday <laughs> meant that I had to your pack Your Sunday nights are totally different than my Sunday nights. <laughs> Zach's like Monday's tomorrow. Yes, I, can't I had wait. I had my week sketched out. Ripping like, Zach's yeah. just ripping lines, trying to <laughs> ripping lines. <laughs> I just I can't ima- I I could not imagine. Uh, being like, wait, Monday's tomorrow. It's not wait Monday's tomorrow. It's just that it, it, I, you know. How did you wake up not realizing today was Monday? This is my point. You were not listening to me. I knew that it was yeah. Monday. I knew that Monday was coming up. I just didn't remember that that meant that I had to make lunches for the kids the gotcha. next day. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. What do they take for lunch? Oh man, depends. <laughs> uh, well, it's you know, it's it's a uh, it's a protein, a fruit, and a vegetable, and then three snacks. That's basically wow. that's basically that's a the, good lunch, though. the go-to. Um, but you know, sometimes it's sometimes it's like uh, sometimes it's leftovers, sometimes it's chicken nuggets, sometimes it's like a you know a cobbled together quesadilla. We got some some eggs. Sometimes could be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You wow, know. wide assortment. Yeah, but you know, varying results. <laughs> Nothing Casey loves in the world more than strawberries. He could eat, he could eat a million strawberries. Yeah, Reed's a big strawberry guy as well. If Casey had two hundred fifty-five million dollars, he would use <laughs> use it all on strawberries. Maybe some of it on Octonauts gear. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Hmm. I will learn. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream Direct TV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on Direct TV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on Direct TV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. Direct TV has the most MLB games. Visit directtv.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. There is one other topic I'd like to discuss, Zach, and get your thoughts on. That is non, that, that's or... not Jalen Hurts related. So do you have any uh, other Jalen Hurts up? thoughts before I get to that? I, I have a question that was in the chat a bunch. Um, anything on the no trade clause? Did that surprise you? Okay, what yeah. You so about that? I, I appreciate you, you asking that, Marissa. I, I received a text about this today from someone who was really surprised that they gave a no trade clause. And I don't... Was I, it Jeffrey? I, it was not Jeffrey. It was a... It was a a reporter in a different market. You could probably guess. Um, and he, the way he that asked, he's smiling. I have no idea. <laughs> and 
to me, it wasn't a surprise because, look, if if you're going to want to trade, some if you're going to want to trade someone that you paid two hundred fifty two million dollars to, or however I'm sorry, two hundred fifty five million dollars to, he's probably going to want to be leaving too, right? I don't think the trade, I don't think the no trade clause is going to be prohibitive. All it's going to do is it's going to allow him to determine where he goes. But it's similar to Russell Wilson last year, right? Like both teams were ready for him to move on uh if the if this went sour and if jalen wanted to play elsewhere or i'm sorry if if it was if it ever got to a point where jalen was going to play elsewhere i imagine both sides will be will be ready for it and this just gives this would give the player leverage to say send me here or send me there um but like in the carson one situation uh you know both sides ultimately were were willing to move on at the, at the end was it Armando Salguero? It was not. It was not. I'm trying to think of a yeah. random reporter from a different market. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably right. I mean, you know, if if it comes to, to trading him, you're in you're in bad shape anyway. It's a nice little it's a nice little give in the negotiations as the first mm-hmm. time you've ever done this, right? Yep. It's yeah. kind of nice. I think it matters more in 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 some other sports. Uh, where mm. the no trade where where like um, it's either used uh, where the uh, the team might want to trade the player, but the player's like, no, I want to stay here. I, <laughs> you're not sending. And me also, I mean, the truth is that this is not going to be the contract that Jalen Hurts is on in 2020. Exactly right. Like yes. it is a six year deal in name only. It is really like it's a two year deal that's going to get renegotiated, and it's a guarantee that he's going to make this yeah. much money over the next four years. Right. Like they're going to keep. It's, it's not a done deal. Yeah, yeah. I right? I can't imagine. I can't imagine the Eagles were 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 really put off by the no trade. Now some teams don't like the no trade as a matter of precedent, right? Once you give it one time, you might have to give it another time. Right. But okay. next quarterback you sign can get it too. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So next guy who gets yeah. over 150 million guaranteed, like yeah, I, bar. I I don't find I I wasn't. I wasn't moved by the no trade clause. I'll put it back. How much do you think that they are thinking through Jalen's health? It has to be, uh, has to be a thought. But what's the alternative here? I'm not saying. Oh, oh you mean in terms it. of the way they play? In terms of no, in, in terms of yeah, in terms of the way that they play, and in terms of the roster building. Well, definitely the roster building, but that's an organizational philosophy, anyways, about the offensive line. I disagree. You could with argue you that running back is a part of that. Okay, I I don't think Jalen's going to run less, and I I know this is something you and I disagree on because because you've asked and you and, and and you've written it. I I think Jalen's going to play the way Jalen plays, and they they signed up for the Jalen Hurts experience. Um, so I I don't anticipate that changing. I think there are ways on the margins when which you would. okay. I mean, he had two hundred carries last year, including the playoffs. Mm-hmm. A lot of those were quarterback sneaks, and those are fine. Mm-hmm. But I think they would. I think they'd probably like that to be closer to one hundred and fifty. Like, I mean, I, I I think not all carries are the same. I, I think there's probably yeah, data, I know, but I, we're, yeah, in generalities, like, sure. But so let's so you, know, you break in, it down in, the in amount of times he against hit, the, the commanders. He doesn't need to carry yeah. the ball ten times, right? Like, okay. save that stuff for as the season gets down to the wire. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think this is. Yeah, I I see I see your point, and I I understand what you're saying. I think they'll, they'll probably coach him, you know, not that. But Jalen doesn't really take many big hits as it is. And frankly, the one that 
he got hurt on this this year was somewhat ab abnormal in that regard. I would just say that I like I think if if this deal is going to go sour over the course of the deal, it's probably more likely to come from injury than from like a total regression of play. Oh, sure. Don't you think? Like for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and again, I I I know it's I I mean a quarterback's always in peril of getting injured, right? So you're holding the ball, people are going to hit you. It's just a matter of where and when and how. Got to get rid of the ball. Got to get rid of the ball. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Here's my last. Here's my last topic, Zach. Mm -hmm. How could? How much longer do you think Josh Harris will be the owner of the 76ers? <clears throat> oh, I, I, I don't know the answer to that one. Um, As he takes a swig of water. I think uh, Josh Harris, of course. Uh, yeah. agreeing, I guess, in principle to become the new owner of the Washington okay. Commanders, who happen to be rivals of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I, I don't think that matters so much. But uh, I, I, think I think it matters that, a lot. I think it's crazy to think it doesn't matter. Well, he, he's the owner of the New Jersey Devils. They're the rivals of the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> if the Flyers were good, they would care. I mean, do you root for an owner? Like when you're gone, like how many people go to the, how weird would it be if, you, you know, you know, you, we saw, we saw Josh Harris on the sideline in game one, wearing his uh, Louis Vuitton hoodie, like a, like one of the guys, a real regular fella. How weird would that be if that was Daniel Snyder? How weird would it be if it was Daniel Snyder? <laughs> It'd be weird if. <laughs> or Jerry Again. Jones or, or John, your, or your boy, John Mara, Mara. I think that you're. I mean, I, you're speaking with without. First off, he he like okay. Anyone who's privy to the Sixer situation, Josh Harris lives in 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 New York as it is, right? He's not he's he's not. He, it's not like Jeffrey Lurie living in Philadelphia. I mean, he he lives in New York as it is. He has a holdings group that includes the Devils, that that you know includes what Crystal Palace, right? Um, I think maybe over the course of time here, maybe you see, you know, the, the controlling owner change. I mean, I mean, maybe David Blitzer, you know, you know, I think he's going to be role. forced at some point to take a step back from Sixers ownership from being like the, the face of ownership. That's well, that's what I, what I just said. I, I, I said like the, yeah. con the, the controlling voice that, you know, or like the public face of it that could shift. Sure. I, I I could see that changing, but I yeah, like I don't they, think he's you know, going to he, be. He's, if he, if the Commanders have a good year and he's doing a victory lap, and all of a sudden he's on the sidelines of Sixers games, the Sixers aren't fans aren't going to tolerate that. Have you ever been to Philadelphia? Have I? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I saying. Have, like, what Sixers your, fans aren't going to tolerate your lived experience of being in Philadelphia? What tells you that that's going to be okay? Because you're rooting for the players, you're not rooting for the owner. I, I really think you're not. I, I mean. If he's investing in the team, if he's investing in in the look, the big thing for the Sixers right now, other than I the, can't believe that this isn't the topic every single day on WIP. This is like it's insane to me. And I I think it, it I mean to me it has more to do with with like this 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 weird spot that the Washington Commanders have in your mind. Um, then what are you talking about? Like, They're a division rival. You can in the sport that matters the most in the city. I agree, but he's not. He's 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 not affiliated with the Eagles. 
Like his the Sixers ownership, he and is. The Eagles ownership. He lives in. He's a, he owns. A he doesn't live in Philly, but he owns a yeah. Philadelphia team. Yeah, he's 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 part of a group that owns a Philadelphia team. That that's 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 correct. But it, it doesn't have anything to like. One doesn't have anything to do with the other. That's what I'm saying. They don't play in the same. They to me, absolutely have something to, me, to do with the other. They're both sports in Philadelphia. To me, it's it's weirder that he's the owner of a team that plays in the same building and is, and is a tenant of his of like one of their chief rivals. That is not, weird. Like, like to me, that because there's 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 business overlap here. Maybe I, I mean I, I I don't know the nature of Jeffrey Lurie's relationship with Josh Harris. But I got to imagine whatever it, it, it might be would alter, would shift here. But it's, I don't think, I don't think one has to do with the other. I can't, I've gone to a lot of Sixers games, a lot of Sixers games. Sure. I've never seen, okay, I, I didn't mean it like that. I, I, I just meant, okay. I, I just meant, you, I've never you, seen. To be fair, you said it multiple times to really drive on the point. <laughs> I just meant, I've never, I've, I've never seen someone say, say we're going to the game tonight to watch Josh Harris, right? Like, yeah, but you want no, the cognitive he, dissonance, right? You, you don't want to be reminded. You don't like, you uh, he's, uh, I mean, I think if you're, if you feel a certain way about the Sixers, you're either upset that that he like pulled the carpet on, on what Sam Hinkie was doing and hired Brian Colangelo. Oh come or on, you're, or you're you're. Or you're happy that they've made these types of hinky now. Yeah, no. Or you're happy that they've made these types of inv- in- investments in Embiid and Mori and Doc. You know, you know, like they they they've really invested in the team. Or you know, I, I think from who would like, be the six- Colangelo uh, corollary for the NFL? Like, who who would he install with the Commanders? That would. Be I guess it would be the yeah. Shanahan's, but. Uh no, it would probably. If that's a good question. Um, I'll think on that. And I'll anyway, tell you your bottom line yeah. is you're one, you're once no, again, so you're, you're I pro billionaire. No, I'm just ambivalent toward this. Again, I, I, I think that, uh, I think when, when I watched the Sixers, Sixers game tonight and when for, tw- I think the 20,000 fans was like standing and posing behind yeah. Doc Rivers on Saturday. Like he's he excited. He owns the team. I don't think fans are cheering for Josh Harris. I think they're cheering for the Sixers. Is, is my point. Um, and so to the so as as I was saying, uh, I, you know, I think his vested interest is probably in building the arena, right? Uh, on uh, uh, it, it, at Marcus East, but that yeah, that's probably it, you know depending whether you're like pro that project or anti that project it probably dictates what you think of the ownership group if you're a Sixers fan i can't imagine the washington commanders are going to be a factor in that honestly i bet if, i bet it is a factor like if you're if you are uh if you are like a the mayor of philadelphia wh- why do you want to all of a sudden give give more money to the guy who owns the commanders well how's the mayor of philadelphia giving money to the well, Sixers? You know, the, 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 they're, they're not building the stadium you know, it's 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 to line Josh Harris's pockets. That's the ultimate end game. Um, well, we got we could talk a lot about like <laughs> arena construction and and that project. Um, but the point being, uh, no, I think if you're an Eagles fan, which I imagine everyone's still listening, to this probably is, you're probably upset that like Daniel Snyder has oh, it's objectively been an Eagles. awful yeah. owner. 
awful. Like just you look at their win loss record, you look at the instability, you look at the facilities, you look at the reputation of the organization, and oh, terrible. I need, to imagine, I need to imagine someone who's part of a group that's paying six billion for it is all of a sudden going to make infrastructure investments and like organizational investments that uh, Washington has the chance to be a really good market in the NFL, right? With, with different ownership. And so I, I think that um, this is bad news for the Eagles. Cause I imagine the NFC East will have better ownership. Someone who's willing to spend someone who's willing to invest. Uh, so that part of it's not good. I imagine they'll build a stadium that, that, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot there that's not good for the Eagles, but I don't think, I don't think like Sixers and Eagles fans should be repulsed by it. It, it might be weird, but it's, he, it's an asset that he owns, right? I think it's repulsive. Okay. I did have an Eagles question for you. I, I, I didn't know, that I, I didn't know we were going in that direction. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Buda Baker. No. No. Because of the contract, because of the age, because of the player? Because of the contract. Okay. I mean, it's all that it's, 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 it's what you said earlier. That is true. Once you're paying a quarterback this much, you have to make tough decisions. You can't pay every position. I don't think that they are going to be in the business of uh, trading for a guy and giving a big contract to a player like Buda Baker at that okay. position. Okay. Fair enough. And you're talking, he's a, he's now the devil's out. I agree with you. Uh, the, the flip side is he's a 27 year old player. Who's like top of the league at his position. Uh, if you can get him for a second round pick, which I, you probably can, and you got to pay him a big deal. Um, but, it, yeah, again, that'd be a lot of money tied up in their secondary. I don't see them going in that direction. But if he if he wasn't looking for a new deal, if he wasn't looking for a new deal, he probably wouldn't ask for a trade. But in that case, mm -hmm. I, could, I could see it occurring. Yeah, I don't – I just – nothing about it fits what, what they need to pivot to do now. Um, I mean, if it was a – it was a fourth round pick and you could still squeeze it in and maneuver it around maybe, but I don't, I don't think it's like, I don't think that's how they want to go about building this team right now. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. All right. That'll do it for this episode of birds with friends. We will be back tomorrow night, Tuesday, prime time, eight o'clock. We're going to start things off with coach Flynn. Yeah, boy. Talking draft. We're pivoting to the draft tomorrow night. Then we're going to have on Dane Brugler. The episode, the, the interview that happened in your mind, just know that it was recorded exactly after the Eagles had <laughs> literally exactly yes. his contract. Yes. Um, and you'll, I think you'll be impressed with Zach's performance, given all that was going on in his mind at the time. So uh, stay tuned for that. That'll do it. Congratulations to Jalen Hurts and most importantly to Michael Dunn back in Cleveland. Two players who will probably be uh, meeting in the Pro Bowl next next year quick question for you uh it at the uh at the at the game tonight okay are you rooting for josh harris or are you rooting for josiah which one i i mean you're posing that like you think it's a gotcha question it's it's and it's not the point and no one's rooting for josh harris <laughs> i don't think that eagles fans and who are sixers fans want to be reminded of the fact that the owner owns the commanders yeah, I, I, I have a question for you. Yeah, I'll I'll respond to your question. How much yeah. money do you think that hoodie that Josh Harry was wear, Harris was wearing on Saturday is worth? Who do you think's the cost of that hoodie? I I don't know. Uh, if you had, to but guess. I'm wearing a Roan hoodie that you can get uh, at discount. You, you can put in theathletic.com/birds. 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Roan.com slash birds or have we announced that as a sponsor yet? I have I didn't get any I didn't get any Roan swag. No, I used the promo code. No. Yeah. We've had them on a few times. We've had them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, how much and how much did it cost with the promo code? With the promo code, I think it was like uh fifty something. Mm, Okay. Um, so you uh, could buy but uh about what sweatshirt was Josh Harris? 22 of those for uh, the cost of Josh Harris's Louis Vuitton hoodie. You're acutely aware of how much Louis Vuitton sweatshirts cost. I'm, I'm impressed. I saw him wear it and I thought to myself, well, <laughs> there's a regular Joe or at least a guy cosplaying as a regular Joe. Let's see how much this actually is worth. <laughs> Easy um, to find out. I want to know yeah. if Jalen Hurts is courtside tonight. I would put put a lot on mm. that. I don't think he's in town. I, well, actually, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's the case or not. So, Zach's got Maybe. spies all over. <laughs> no, <laughs> Maybe. All right. Sorry to cut you off. But if he is, that'd be a great, I mean, that'd be an awesome pregame, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to waste that for, you know, game two of the opening round series against a terrible team. Save that for the next round. <laughs> but, but to bring it all for, to bring it all full circle. Okay. Josh Harris and the group that he's part of with David Blitzer and whatnot. Um, Both JHs. Long time conversation on this. Purchased purchased the Sixers in 2011 for almost as much as Jalen Hurts signed the contract for today. I believe they paid 280 for the Sixers in 2011, which was ridiculously under undervalued. Um, And Jalen Hurts signed for 250. The Berman brothers should have scraped together that money. And Jalen Hurts signed for $255 million. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Well, for uh, Marissa and Zach and uh, the short-lived time that Ethan Posich was a starting caliber center. (laughs) Hey, we love Ethan over here. (laughs) I'm Bo. We thank you for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow night. And as always, we love you. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.